Get ready for the Belmont Stakes and sign up to Naira Bets. With Naira Bets, you can legally watch and bet on horse racing from anywhere at any time. It's free to sign up. Just go to nyrabets.com and enter code SAL150 to get a special $150 bonus and start winning today. All right, welcome to Against All Odds with Cousin Sal. This is my fifth show. If you said I would last under four and a half podcasts, you lost. It was a smart bet. I haven't uh, had many jobs last five weeks. Um, we have a good show this week. Actually, I'm, I'm just guessing it's a good show. It hasn't happened yet. But joining me in a minute will be my wagering wizards, my pals, the degenerate trifecta. We gave you two winners last week. We also gave you two losers. So that's a good week for us. We'll read some of your email. We're getting tons of good feedback, not just from our core fans in New Zealand, but everywhere. And I want to thank you for that. We'll hopefully induct another member into the Degenerate Gamblers Hall of Fame. If you have a super bad beat or bet on an obscure event, email me at CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com. We'll evaluate your case. If you're an egomaniac like myself and need to hear your voice on the airwaves, make a little voice recording and email it at the same address. So big show ahead. We'll be discussing Stanley Cup final bets. Pittsburgh took a 1-0 lead last night. They almost blew it. They're now minus 270 to close things out versus Nashville. And, of course, we'll talk NBA finals prop bets. I'm excited for these finals. A lot of people are bored with these two teams. I don't, I don't get that. What would you prefer, San Antonio-Boston or Washington-Houston? Seven more games of Bradley Beal and Patrick Beverly? People have trouble with the two best teams meeting every year. It makes no sense to me. Tom Hanks, Leo DiCaprio, Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, he's the same guys up for the Oscars. When's Steven Seagal going to get his shot? It's nonsense. This is the best of the best. And I think there might be as many as six Hall of Famers in this series. We'll talk about that later. These teams don't like each other. Tons of shade thrown over the years. Enjoy it. And there's plenty to bet on. So let's now talk to the degenerate trifecta. Starting off with the parlay kid. What's happening, Darren? Hey, Sal. How's it going? Darren, you kept it simple last week. You had Pittsburgh game seven, Cavs game five on the money line. You won, right? You felt pretty good about that? Felt, felt good. So keep it simple, right? The kiss uh, theory, keep it simple, stupid. That's right. A lot of coaches go by that. That's kind of what I did. Uh, although, let's face it, that Pittsburgh game seven against Ottawa, right? Pittsburgh's dominating that overtime, and they're sitting there waiting. But what are you waiting for? You're just waiting for Ottawa to shoot a puck at the net, hit somebody, goes in. The bet is lost. So I got a little lucky with the three bets I've made. I'm a, I think I'm a staggering plus 300 here on the show. Plus 300, your majesties. We're going to keep track, which is good for some of us and not so good for others. But, uh, yeah, that's right. I'm, I like that the game seven, the winning goal and double overtime was a good goal. It wasn't one of these like you yeah. talked about. It was thrown out in front of that. Like that. That happens too much. It's like if they threw 12 Hail Marys in, in football and – you know, eight of them connected for touchdowns. You'd be like, ah, this, this is kind of stupid. But that wasn't that. Pittsburgh's obviously good. Nashville, that's a good series. We'll talk more about that later. Brother Bry, another member of Degenerate what? Trifecta. What's happening, Brian? What's going on, buddy? Brian, you suffered your first loss. You gave us an exciting pick, Ohio State, to win the NCAA lacrosse championship. They came from behind to beat Towson, then they met Maryland in the finals. They made a run at it and then came up short, right? Yeah, I had Ohio State uh, plus two seventy five to win it all. Uh, they were they were down about eight three with six minutes to go against Maryland. Uh, they cut it to about uh, they cut it to eight six with about two minutes left. 
uh, had one more good shot on goal, but uh, after that, they never possessed the ball again. So they overall played really sloppy, and you know, I I didn't really deserve to win that final. That's all right. Don't get down on yourself. This is part of the game. You know what? I'm gonna. It is. It's depressing. Depressing. (laughs) No, you take this serious. I'm I'm gonna say something right now. I'm gonna lift you up here. I don't think there's anyone in the country more in tune with college betting than Brother Brian here. Basketball, football, lacrosse, women's hoop, wrestling, and you know a lot about all of it. Now, you're not just taking shots in the dark, right? You, you hit all of them, really. Yeah, I cover pretty much everything. I, um, I, I wouldn't say, I, you know, I would say I know a lot about a lot of sports. I probably don't, aside from football, you know. I, I actually think you bet on the Duke lacrosse trial back in 07. You hit all everything college-related. You're there, but... You lost your quickest parlay ever this week, right? What was it? Yeah, I think I set a record. It was 28 seconds I lost the parlay, so. <laughs> so I decided to parlay this guy Serkinov in the UFC. He was a minus 500 favorite against this guy, Uzdemir. Who, who even knows who this guy is? Uh, but I decided to include him with the Dodgers, uh, the Seattle Storm from the WNBA, <laughs> and uh, another UFC fight, Gustafson. So the funny thing about the cell is I actually – I was watching it at my nephew's soccer game and I lost cell phone service for about five minutes. Mm-hmm. I, when the cell phone service came back on, the fight was already over. Not only was it over, the guys were out of the ring already. So I thought, good news, I probably won. And then I checked on Twitter to find out my fighter was knocked out in 28 seconds. That was it. And your so. previous worst was probably, was it Ronda Rousey at the, over Nunez? Was that who she was fighting? That was like, that was at least yeah, 40 Yeah, but seconds. I also I also think I had uh, Aldo over McGregor too. So that oh, was like that was 13 quick. seconds. So. No. But that wasn't on a parlay. Right. I had SD Jones over King Kong Bundy in WrestleMania 1, and that was over in like nine seconds. I don't know know what I was thinking, but yeah. How many Your Majesties are you up? Uh, You you won two out of three, right? Yeah, two out of three. Um, Basing it off of $100 or 100 Your Majesties a Mm -hmm. bet, I'd say I'm up 69 Your Majesties at the moment. Listen, plus is good. And Harry, on the other hand, what's happening, Harry? You have a new microphone, right? What's up, boys? Yeah. Nice. I'm all good. All good. Sounds good. It only took him like 40 minutes to figure out how to work it, but we're back. And Harry has yet to give us a winner. I think, I think actually, Harry, I think you have the record for the quickest parlay loss when all five of your horses had a simultaneous seizure coming out of the gate in the, this year's Kentucky Derby. But um, what happened? What was your bet last week, Harry? Well, pretty bad, but also my best bet was Cleveland in the first half to go under 57 and a half points and uh that was pretty quick a uh, loser too because when i first checked the score i was out and about doing something i checked the score going home to watch it there was 1003 left in the first quarter <laughs> and cleveland already had 12 points and i knew i was done already yeah done. and they had 75 at half and you are now 0 for 3 and that's minus 300 your majesties we have to we have to dig you out of this hole now let's talk about basketball and i think this is a great series i don't know a lot of people are Sick of these teams. I'm going to put the over-under at five and a half Hall of Famers in this series. I think three are chewins, right? It's going to be LeBron. Yeah, definitely three chewins. LeBron, LeBron. Curry, and Durant. They're in. Those are three. Parlay Kid, what do you say? You go over-under five and a half Hall of Famers in this series. Oh, I love this. Uh, I'm going to say, well, Sal, here's my thing is, we got the top three, right? That's easy. Mm -hmm. And now we're looking for either more than three, less than three. Uh, who do you guys have in mind for the other three or four? Uh, obviously, Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. You got Kevin Love. 
Yep. But now are we talking Clay Thompson or Draymond Green? Who's think- that next guy? Well, I think they could both. Right I think there. they could both be considered, and you can make a case. Okay. You can right. make a case for either of them. So I think there are seven candidates. I'm putting the over under at yeah. five and a half. You sound I, like you want to go I would under. Send, uh, no, believe it or not, Sal. That's what you know. What it's a great question, but I really want to go over. I right. really do think because these these guys are now going to be in the. Uh, you know what this is all about. Now, Hall of Fame really seems to be attracted to the winners, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about winning. It's all about titles, getting rings. And there's a chance that all of these guys are going to have multiple, multiple rings, right? So I'm going to say over. Uh, I think Kyrie Irving's going to get in. All I right. think Kevin Love, he's a double-double machine, 18 and 11 for his career, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think the next guy will be Clay Thompson. He, his career average, I believe, uh, is sitting around 22 points a game. I could be off on that because it could be a little bit more, a little bit less. But uh, he's going to fit. He's going to be a 20 plus point per game score you had a few rings yep. i think uh he might be looking at the hall of fame and stuff but i'm I gonna like go it. over on that all right i think i fair i said a fair line harry you disagree right i disagree because as of right now Kyrie is only 25 years old and he is getting 22 a game which is solid and he probably if he continues at this juncture the way he's playing and will like darren just said winning championships maybe if he gets another one or two uh, he is a definite possibility. He's a probability to make it, but as of right now, he's not at only 25. And I got to say no on, definitely no on Draymond Green. Sometimes, you know, it's it's odd with him. He's the most important guy on the court sometimes, but for his career, his career is 9-7-7. Seven, and seven. No way is that Hall of Fame material. And Clay, you know, Darren, only gets two assists a game. Only two for his career. All right, let me, before you say two assists, um, Spencer Haywood, five-time All-Star, Hall of Famer, 2010 and two assists. Those are his numbers. I, I think these guys are close. Sabonis, 12-7 and two. 12-7 and two for Sabonis. Now, I know that's a different thing. They're pretty much counting his uh, European stats, but those are two recent Hall of Famers. Uh, I think the undersell. I mean, obviously, again, we talked about the three. Um, I do think Kyrie will end up making it with his stats. I, I don't know. I don't love Kevin Love. Um mm-hmm. You know, I know he had three great years in Minnesota. He was All-NBA, I think, three times. But aside from that, uh, since he's come over to Cleveland, you know, he's just been, you know, mm-hmm. maybe the third or fourth guy. And, you know, just going by the last two finals the last two years, he hasn't really done much there either. So, I mean, again, I'm a stickler, so I would have Love not in, which might sound crazy. And I think Clay Thompson will actually end up being in. If you look at his stats, it's very com- uh, comparable to, say, Reggie Miller or uh, even like Ray Allen. I know he's not in yet, but I feel like Ray Allen will end up in the Hall of Fame as well. Um, or you could say Clay Thompson's a little bit more like a Rip Hamilton, and I don't know if a guy like that right. uh, shouldn't make the Hall of Fame right. either. But I think the number, I, I think I would have it at five. I mean, Draymond, again, I love the guy, but. Unless they win, which they totally could, unless they win, you know, three or four more championships, I don't, I don't think he'll make it. Yeah. He's a lot like a Ben Wallace, Robert Ori type, but does a lot more than Ori. But uh, I don't know, it's tough. Well, let, uh, the one thing I'll say about Draymond, uh, he's looking like the Defensive Player of the Year right now, the 2017. Half of the 20 players who have won Defensive Player of the Year are in the Hall of Fame, so he's got that going really? for wow. him. Yeah, I know his numbers, his averages aren't. Super high, but these guys are all 27. Clay and Draymond are 27. Kyrie, 25. Love, 28. And 
Darren, Parley kid, like he said, it they they tend to skew towards the winners. And if these guys are five and six and seven time all stars with three titles, they're gonna they're gonna get yep. some consideration there. Let's talk about this line for the uh series. Golden State, if you cut the Vigs in half, they're basically a two to one favorite. Um, and as we learned, two to one means one out of every three times the underdog would win, which is Cleveland. Is this a fair line? You have the defending champs, the best player on the planet, LeBron James. Vegas has made him a dog in six of his last eight finals. What do you think, Harry? Is this a fair line? It's not fair. It's definitely not fair. I understand Golden State's undefeated, but it's LeBron we're talking about here, and he's going to feed off something like that. I know we discussed it last week where we're trying to figure out if they're going to at least win a game. I think this goes seven. Really? I think LeBron makes it that way. I think LeBron wills that team, and Irving and Love have a couple games where they're spectacular all together, and I think this goes seven. All right. Well, you know, I have to get used to it. Harry is extra menacing on the uh, new microphone. I'm going to have to get used to that. But all right. So you say <laughs> you say uh, it goes seven games. It's going to be close. That is too high. Minus 250 is too high for Golden State. Uh, I think it's more than fair. I mean, actually, if you looked at during the season or late in the season, the Warriors are like minus 300 to win the whole thing. So I'm not really sure what happened. I know, obviously, the Cavs have been playing really well as well. But I think to get Golden State at minus 240 here is, is actually a really good deal. Uh, I know I think the smart money in Vegas right now is going towards Golden State. and uh, But I know uh, uh, the the fans are definitely betting on Cleveland right now. Yeah. Darren, is this a slap in the face to LeBron, or is this about right? I think it's about right. So, I mean, last week, you and Brian, I think, uh, were talking about maybe even them sweeping uh, the Cavs, Mm -hmm. Uh, even though I think I argued that point uh, a little bit. Um, But, yeah, LeBron's been uh, been an underdog here in uh, several of these uh, playoff uh, finals, at least uh, in the NBA finals, and uh, I think this this line is just about right. Let's face it, Vegas gets it right a lot, or yeah, at least they used to, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they get it when we're, when we're betting. They get it right. We're we're on the wrong side. Uh, Cavs really played possum though the past month of the season. Who knows now? That's the whole thing. You never know with that. Now they have the MVP odds. Uh, Durant two to one. LBJ is about the same plus two ten. Steph plus two twenty five. Draymond eight to one. Kyrie twelve. Clay twenty. I think that's about it. You could put Kevin Love in there, but you know, and obviously yeah. there's always the Iguodalas who won two years ago at a hundred to one, right? right? That was insane, but no one really wanted 150. that. Was that what it was? Yeah, it's crazy. But uh, Brian, you have a lot of uh, different. Actually, you have four different cross parlays with the uh, MVP guys in the Stanley Cup and the NBA Finals. I think you have both. Both favorites are not on your parlays, although it was looking good. Would you rather have Kevin Durant right now or Steph Curry? Uh, I think I'd rather still have Curry. I, I have a little bit more confidence in that uh, the third time around he'll have a big series. I know two years ago he didn't have a great series. Last year he, he didn't have a great series. I feel like he's been playing really well. So I'd still rather have Curry here, although uh, you know we can get to it with the hockey. I'd probably rather have uh, Sidney Crosby at the moment. Right. Yeah. Well, I think if you're going to go with somebody on Cleveland, you have to go with James, and you can't really take anybody else. I think it's almost like the uh, – Tom Brady effect of the NFL when it comes to MVPs in the Super Bowl in, t- in terms of this in the, in the uh, NBA championship. 
if somebody is going to win it from Cleveland, it's going to be LeBron, and that's it. If they win the championship, they're going to give it to LeBron regardless, like they do with Brady with MVPs as well. I mean, it feels like that's the case because Cleveland is plus 210 to win the series, and LeBron is plus 210 to win the MVP. So, yeah, you seem it seems like the best, the same bet. I guess if you were going to bet both, I think you would have to put a little money on Kyrie if you were picking Cleveland to win the whole thing and you were doing so in betting LeBron James to win MVP. Well, here's the question, Sal, and I think this even for our listeners. Uh, NBA, the MVP is really just the finals MVP. Am I correct? Right. It has nothing to do with the rest of the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's correct. Well, it's the con Smythe for hockey is the entire playoffs. Correct, guys? That's right. Uh, How, are we passing? So I, feel like he's, I feel like you're quizzing us. So we're just like another one of your students here. No, no. Yes. I, I, I was just confirming that. Yeah. I was just confirming because you guys even know better than me uh, when it comes to these type of things. So I think in this circumstance, the odds, I, I say Clay is the play here at 20 to 1. Mm. Uh, I could see him bouncing back. He has not had a good playoffs. He's averaging 14.4 points a game. I could see him. I could see the uh, the mission of the Cavs being to shut down Durant, to shut down Curry, and Clay to average about twenty five points a game in this series. So to me, Clay is the play here, twenty to one. I like Clay there too. I just don't know. Uh, he'll have one or two big games, and he'll he'll play really well defensively, probably on Irving. I just don't know if he'll have enough big games to get the MVP. I think he crushes it on the road. You know, he's going to go to Cleveland. They're going to lose one of those games, or maybe both of those first two games, and. He'll say he'll, that's that's the one where he'll hit like nine three pointers and Cleveland will never be in it. Now game one, Golden State minus seven. I think it's two twenty seven or two twenty six and a half right now. God, that's really really high for a, a finals game. Um, probably favored on the road, right, Harry? Golden State three and four. They'll be a couple point favorites. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, no I, doubt. I think. All right, so let's go through. Let's pick a couple of our favorite props each, and then we'll have best bets at the end. Um, here's mine, and I know you, Brian. I know you like this one too. You could bet, you could actually give games in the in the series. So, Golden State minus one and a half games is minus one thirty five or minus one forty. That means they have to win four to two, four to one, or sweep. They can't win in seven. Now, I think James can will Cleveland to win two games, but up three to two, I could hedge. That's the whole thing. I could hedge up three to two. But I won't because hedging is for gardeners, right, Harry? Isn't that true? Yeah, we're not hedging. That's my favorite bet. Golden State minus one and a half games. I think they win either four one or four two. Yeah, I love uh, the Golden State minus one and a half. Though I think uh, I I don't know. I, I like it uh, either four nothing or four one. I know I'm in the minority there. A lot of people like it four two, but. I think that's really good value, and I'm I'm going to be putting thousands of your majesties <laughs> on that. I think I like that. Yeah, let's as long as we keep it fake money. Why not put millions? Why not? Uh, what do you you have any other props you like? Um, you know, I love. Uh, well, I keep saying love, but uh, I do like Kevin Love under eighteen and a half points, uh, minus one twenty right now. It does seem like he's having a really, uh, really good playoffs at the moment. But if you look at it, he's only gone over eighteen and a half points four out of the thirteen playoff games so far. Last year in the finals, I know he was really a no-show and he was hurt a little bit against uh, Golden State, but he only averaged eight and a half points. So I do like uh, Love under eighteen and a half. I'm, I'm sure they'll try and feed him early in Game One, but uh, mm-hmm. he might get a few points early. But uh, second half, I don't, I don't envision a lot out of him. 
And what, you liked another one? Yeah, like Draymond on, on something too? Yeah, I, I also like Draymond Green over one and a half threes, which is even money right now. Uh, I think he's had two or more threes in eight of the 12 playoff games so far. So I, I do like Draymond on that. He's got to be the most pissed off player in this series right now, right? Like I'm, I'm, ta- I'm talking Hall of Fame. Maybe he shouldn't ever be considered because he kind of blew the series for them last year. Not kind of. He doesn't get suspended. I'm almost positive they win game five. So or figure out something along the way. Um, yeah, so maybe wants to show off, flex his muscles a little. Over one and a half threes is not bad. Harry the Horse, what do you like? Well, I like LeBron James to go over eight and a half assists at minus 115 in the game. Last year in the finals, he went over five of seven games uh, in this in last year's final, and two times that he didn't get it is when Cleveland won by 15 and one by 30, so they rested him. So that's my first play that I really like is James to go over eight and a half, especially in the assists, especially with a high total at 227. You can have the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. Darren, what do, you, what do you like? Okay, I'm going to give you two, Sal. I, I like the Warriors and Six at plus 380. I think that's great value for that bet. Mm-hmm. I don't think the – I think the Warriors are clearly the better team at this point. Uh, I think that they're, they're angry off coming off last year's uh, defeat, uh, obviously adding Durant. Uh, but I don't think the NBA can afford to have this series go less than six games. And we know what can happen uh, when the NBA uh, is kind of wanting something. Right. So I'm going to say worries in six at plus 380. And I also like in the game number one, under 25 three-pointers made. Uh, the Cavs averaged 13 a game this year. Golden State averages 12. That comes out to 25. So that over-under is right, right on. But I'm going to say under. Uh, with this uh, much time off, uh, I really do think it affects the shooters, and I just don't see people coming out really sharp tomorrow uh, on Thursday night. And uh, so I'm going to say under 25 three-pointers as well. Interesting. And you brought, up, you brought up Warriors in six. Uh, Brian, I was looking at Golden State. If you take them minus one and a half games, so they win four to two, four to one, or sweep. Uh, look, the Cavs aren't going to win in five or probably not six, so – you could you could hedge that right away with Cavs and seven at plus seven fifty. Then then you're looking good, right? If it's three two, although wait, Golden State then coming yeah. in seven. Oh, forget that, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just I, that happens all the time. I talk myself out of bets, but yeah. So <laughs> there you go. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Golden State in seven. Um, all right, let's take a break here. Let me give you a little information on Simply Safe. You know, getting a good night's sleep is easier said than done, especially when you think you just heard a noise downstairs. Think about it. What do you do in that situation? You can turn on all the lights and keep watch. You can check your kid's bed every hour, sleep with one eye open, or you can rest easy knowing that your home and family are protected with Simply Safe. When you install your Simply Safe home security system, you're arming your home with powerful sensors that actually tell you if a door opens or if a window breaks. There's a 105 decibel siren that alerts you at the first sign of trouble and a dedicated team of security professionals watching over you 24-7, ready to send the police. With Simply Safe, there are no long-term contracts, and around-the-clock monitoring is only $14.99 a month. So don't spend another night second-guessing your home safety. Get Simply Safe and get some rest. Go to simplysafe.com slash ringer and get a special 10% discount when you order today. That's simplysafe.com slash ringer for 10% off your order. Simplysafe.com slash ringer. All right, let's talk hockey, fellas. Now, um, Pittsburgh took a one nothing lead. It was a great game one. They were 
They're 150 plus 130. They're minus 150 for game two. So that went down a little, right? Darren, would they want like 170 first game, or am I crazy? No, I think you're correct, Sal. I think you're correct. Uh, what a crazy game, though, last night, right? Uh, what would we have? They went uh, 37 minutes without a shot on goal, Pittsburgh, and they still yeah. managed to win the game. So uh, that's that's kind of scary for betters out there because did Pittsburgh play their worst game of the series and still manage to win? That's That's the scary thing. Oh, like Darren said, 37 minutes. They had zero shots in the second period. And when it was 3 nothing, I quickly checked, and I know Brian did too. When it was 3 nothing, Penguins, they were minus 4,000 to win the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it gets to three, and again, it gets to, it gets tied again. Like all, all uh, playoffs long, minus uh, 4,000. They were tied it up at three. And what was the comeback on that, Brian, with, the, with Nashville, if you wanted? Yeah, na- uh, the Predators at the end of the first period were like plus 1,300 uh, to win it at mm-hmm. that point. But, you know, again, it's not a bad bet, and then you could always, you know, you could always hedge it uh, and take the other team yeah. if they tie it. Now, I want to say this is the first time ever that two American coaches opposed each other in the Stanley Cup Finals, Mike Sullivan for Pitt and Peter Leviolette for uh, Nashville. And, you know, say what you will about Donald Trump, but he promised this would happen in his first 100 days, and, and it did. Two American coaches opposing each other. So good job right there. But let's take a look at these uh, MVP odds, the Conn Smythe Award. They moved a lot. I don't know if you guys yeah, noticed. Yeah, so Rene, uh, he went from, I think he was like plus 225 the other day. Now he's plus 300. The big swing, though, I know is Crosby. Is now He was, I think, 3-1 to one the other day. Now he's plus 130. Darren and I are very upset about this. And how does this happen? Like, because he had two assists, right? Like, I, I'm I'm all over the goals, I guess. But I guess a, an assist seems to be more powerful than a than a goal in the uh, Con Smythe consideration. Well, the NHL loves Crosby, Sal. They love him, right? Last year, he won the Con Smythe with a uh, paltry 19 points in 24 games, mm-hmm. six goals, 13 assists. Say what you want. I know you could say his all around game, this and that. Doesn't seem like enough uh, to win the Smythe, but they love him. They they love uh, Crosby. They love the guy. Um, I think I'm more of a goal guy. Malkin scored a goal uh, last night. I know Brian's got Malkin. I have Malkin and, and a parlay too. Uh, but uh, Crosby's the he's the golden boy of the NHL. Darren, you're absolutely right. I mean, last year with uh, with Crosby, it easy could have went to Kessel, and it still went to Crosby just because. And Malkin's plus three twenty five going in. Now he's plus two twenty, right? That's a that's another big move. But yeah, you know what? yeah, that's what that's what I saw today. Yeah. So if Nashville ties it up, these will these will move again. Um, one interesting thing I got from Covers dot uh, since the two thousand five NHL lockout, Stanley Cup final games following an over, the over in the second game is or in the next game is four twelve and one. So the under is the play. They average four point three goals in a game following the over and it's a perfect seven and zero since 2011. I'm just reading a stat. I'm not giving that out as a pick, but that is interesting for sure. Under five and a half right now is minus 145. So that makes sense. Yeah. They went on They're They're skewing towards the under. Let's talk Tiger Woods. Um, it, it's hard to discuss anything um, that doesn't have betting implications, but Tiger Woods got pulled over for DUI the other day. Uh, you know, for a golfer to neglect a driver like this is just, it's unforgivable. I'm, I'm just going to read all the jokes that uh, that Jimmy turned down for me. No. So he said he had a rare reaction to pre- prescription drugs. Um, 
I guess that these drugs leave your breath smelling like tequila spritzers. But uh, he, he, he posted zeros in the uh, breathalyzer. I don't know. What does this mean for Tiger Woods? Like if I were to tell you guys that the line is minus 200, that he makes the cut in any major for the rest of his career or rest of his life even, which way are you going, Darren? You're going, you're going yes or no with that? Now, this is a difficult question. I was trying to look up some information on, on uh, some of these uh, numbers of the ages of golfers. I mean, Tiger, I think, is 41 years of age, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, I, uh, we have some golfers that are making, you know, that are competing in, in these opens and, and these major tournaments. Uh, probably, I mean, what was Watson a couple of years ago, right? In the British Open? Right. Uh, he was competing. Uh, I think Harry's more on top of the golf world than I am. But I would say this now. He's 41. He's got to be looking at his mugshot right now. That's plastered. Everybody has seen this mugshot of him saying he can go one of two ways now, right? He can really get his stuff together. Okay. Or he just packs in and we never hear from him again. I'm going to bet that Tiger Woods has just one more possible run in him and that he will make one more major hmm. before he's done. So he makes the cut in one more major. That's interesting. He I... makes the cut somewhat. He's got time. I mean, golfers, are, you know, some guys aren't turning pro until they're into their forties. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I think he's got, uh, he's got some time. I think he's, he's going to get it together. I just, that not, he's never going to be great. I just think he makes one cut, right? I think he makes, he qualifies for one, for one major. That's, ran, uh, that's what I'm going to say. I ran this by our buddy Joe House. He said Tiger was last healthy in 2013. He made the cut in all four majors. Six majors since he's made the cut twice. And you know, aside from the back, there's so much more going on now, mentally and physically. Yeah, Ty, I, absolutely not. He hasn't been relevant since 2013. He hasn't won a major in nine years. He's, his putting is awful even when he does play, and he's embarrassed himself when he's played in tournaments that uh, aren't that hard of golf, golf courses since he's been playing, even since he didn't play last year and the year before. He hasn't been relevant at all in any of these tournaments, and he's embarrassed himself, like I said. And Does anybody out there want to guess? Anyone want to guess what Tiger's ranking is in world play for golf? What is his ranking? What is his world ranking? Anyone want to guess? Um it's probably I not no good. I, I don't know. I don't even what what does the number go up to? I don't know. Do I, like are are we on the list? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how far it goes. I'll say uh 139. He's 876 in the world. Wow. He's wow. fallen that much. He's not making any well, major. I guess cut. that's what happens when you don't play, I guess, right? There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what was he when he played? Up in other tournaments, he hasn't been relevant. Period. And Tiger, I think what Harry is saying is, if you want to move up in the rankings, you have to start playing in these tournaments. I mean, it's almost imperative that you get out there. When when your body's falling apart, you can't do it either. Right, right. And nobody knows about their body falling apart more than our friend Harry. No, we're going to talk about that. Like, but I'm, 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 if you're giving me a minus two hundred line, I'm probably going to. Uh, if you're giving me minus 200 on the no, I'd probably go yes. I agree with Darren that I think as long as he survives and he's still alive in the next few years, I think he, he could have one more comeback. Um, but, you know, I think he'd be getting some value because, you know, you know uh, Vegas tends to overrate Tiger anyway in terms mm-hmm. of making the cuts and all that type of stuff. So 
I feel like, you know, even money or minus 150 would be a little bit more uh, realistic. But so that's the only reason I would probably take the yes. I mean, I guess the question is, does he he have to survive, right? He's got to be living for Mm -hmm. this to to work. Almost, almost, Uh, definitely. (laughs) Which is shaky. He still has to want to play golf, right? Uh, Which maybe he doesn't. Maybe he wants to own sports team or something like that. And then then he still has to make the cut. So, I mean, it, it doesn't look good, but I don't know. For Tiger, that doesn't seem impossible. Let's bring our boy Tate in for a second, podcast producer extraordinaire. Tate, what do you say on this? Is he making another cut? I think he is. I think he's going to make one more. I think he's going to make one more run. But I really want him and A-Rod to do like a show together, just like A-Rod and Tiger. <laughs> Who would have thought that Tiger is more hateable than A-Rod in 2017? That's the craziest thing that I can even imagine in my mind. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We have one. Well, yeah, they should do a show. <laughs> it's just, just A Rod interviewing say, Tiger. A Rod looks much better than Tiger too right now. He looks much better. Let's face that too. Yeah, but he lies more. You, you guys, <laughs> you guys have a crush on A Rod. <laughs> These guys are both despicable. All right, let me talk about one more thing here. Jay Cornegy, our friend at uh, Westgate, was interviewed by Covers and basically said that Las Vegas bookies have not made money in eight months. And it seems crazy to me. And then I think about it, you know, I know during football season, there was like a a six week period where you could bet on, you could bet against the 49ers, Rams and Browns, and you can go like 16 and two against those teams. And it was all chalk. The NFL playoffs was a joke. There were easy games in retrospect. Pittsburgh killed Miami. Everyone had the Steelers. Uh, They had them against the Chiefs, the Pats over the Texans. These are all Seahawks over the Lions. These were big money winners. And a lot of people, and then Patriots cover three somehow in the Super Bowl. The favorite in the over in the NBA hit. The Cavs over the Celtics was easy. We were fooled into believing that Boston was a true number one seed. What are we doing? I think we're we should be concerned that Vegas is going to close down. What do you think, Harry? Sometimes runs happen, you know. And I think you know a lot of times in the NFL, the smart money is usually on the Patriots and. It was in the playoffs, and that was unbelievable in the Super Bowl and still to cover. And, you know, sometimes a ton of money, it just happens to go on the dog. And people were betting uh, in the national championship game, people were betting the seven points and taking Clemson over Alabama. And uh, once in a while, the public goes with a dog, and they were dead on. They were right. And that was another one. And that game went way over, too, and that didn't help the books. Now, Harry, you you speak from experience. You used to work at a sports book. Would the managers be in a bad mood when the book took a hit? Would you have to forfeit your tips? What would happen? They'd be awful. Every every manager I had in 14 years on Sundays was sweating out these games like you wouldn't believe. Meanwhile, it's usually – if a team, if a if a, if teams favorites cover one weekend, the whole town gets hit. Everybody gets pounded, but still they sweat it like you wouldn't believe. Right, right. And why did you lose that last job you had in Vegas? What what were the circumstances surrounding your your dismissal? <laughs> the whole thing was based. Put it this way: it's, don't get a job in Vegas. Don't don't trust the casinos. I'll just say that because it was uh, I was let go over a twelve dollar squabble. So well, what are even, people going to want to know? What does that mean? You were let go over a twelve dollar squabble. I let a guy who was there from morning till night. He was the first guy to get there in the morning and the last guy to leave. You worked as he a clerk. 12, you, you worked he didn't as have a clerk. $12 on him and right. I let him get away with it until he'd come back later to pay me. And I guess there was an incident where they heard or saw that I didn't get money from the guy and that was that after 14 years. So And so why didn't you just punch the ticket for $12 less and then say, "Hey, bring me the freaking $12 when you get here and we'll He wanted it 
Right. Good point. Twelve dollars. It's uh, there was a lot of well, there was a lot more crazy stuff going on than that. Believe me. All right. Well, we'll get into that. Harry, you got a much better job now, so who cares? Yeah. See, it all worked. Everything happens for a reason, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on with your weight, Harry? You know, I I try to get the uh, listeners involved. Harry was at two seventy three. He's now two fifty three. He's made a proposal that if he's under two hundred by the Super Bowl. Uh, we want to make some kind of contest out of this where I, I give him money or something. I, I left it to the um, the listeners, and, you know, there were a couple good ideas. I pay him $10 a pound for everything he is under 200 and it goes vice versa for every every time, every pound he's above 200 I didn't love a lot. I don't love a lot of it. And keep sending us your ideas for Harry's weight loss challenge. I was thinking maybe I give you money if you get under 200 and then um, if you don't, you have to make out with Daughtry, uh, who you, you've been jogging to in the pool. But then I'm like, you know, he's going to like that. So I don't know. I don't, I don't even think we should do that. Um, well, I did stop you? today at uh, where I was at. the had a doctor's appointment uh, last week. So I stopped there today to use that official scale again. Just ran in, ran out. They had no problem with me using it. I was at 251.7. Wow. So down a little bit more. Uh, had a nice weekend of just working out, and uh, we're going to keep rolling with it. And when it's like 137 degrees now in Arizona, and you're running in the pool and running. And what are you doing? What you remind running everybody? In the pool also got the basketball court where uh, Darren down and back yesterday, 200 times. It was 109 yesterday. Wow! Down and back. Down what? And wow! Counts as one. Did it 200 times. Dribbling yesterday. a basketball. Uh, sometimes, sometimes. In the pool? Off and on. How are you doing this? Harry, how long is that court? Like six feet? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say how long it was, but yeah, sure. Yeah, I think you're misleading everyone. <laughs> I'll, I'll have video soon. I, I will have video soon from our, uh, for our listeners. Brian, yeah, he, he lost 1.3 pounds. We need, to, we need pounds. to post that on your Twitter page. So. Absolutely. All right, yeah. And, and Harry, you should get a Twitter page too. We, gotta, we have to get this video up of you working out. I'm going to find a bet. We're going to figure out a bet because uh, the Super Bowl, by the way, 100 days until football, guys. We're getting there. We are so oh, close. Yeah. I could taste it, 100 days. but uh, And that is a good way to segue into our next sponsor. Guys, if you're like me and you're not so great at planning ahead, I've got good news for you. There's this awesome app called Hotel Tonight that helps you find amazing hotel deals at the last minute. It sounds counterintuitive, but unlike flights, hotel rates usually get cheaper at the last minute. And Hotel Tonight helps hotels sell their unsold rooms, allowing them to pass those deals along to you. These aren't last resort places. They're actually cool, top-rated hotels you'd want to stay in. And with so many awesome partner hotels in a ton of different countries, Hotel Tonight can help you find a great hotel almost everywhere. It's perfect for a spontaneous getaway or finally going on that trip you've been wanting to take for a while. Because even though the app's name is Hotel Tonight, you can book up to a week in advance. All it takes is 10 seconds, just three taps, and a swipe. So get in on these killer last-minute deals and download the Hotel Tonight app now. With Naira Bet, you can legally watch and bet on horse races at hundreds of tracks from anywhere at any time. And I have the best bet of the week for you right here. Sign up to Naira Bets and get a special $150 bonus using promo code SAL150. To get the 150, all you have to do is bet 150. It's easy. Get expert picks and earn points and cash rewards for every dollar you bet. 
With Naira Bets, you have access to exclusive member promotions. And trust me, you'll want this for next week's Stack Belmont Stakes Day card. Naira Bets is available across the USA. Just go to NairaBets.com and sign up for free using promo code SAL150 to get your $150 bonus. Again, it's NYRABets.com, promo code SAL150. Sign up and start winning today. All right, now it's time to dip into the mailbag. We're going to read a couple random emails, and then we're going to try to induct someone into our Degenerate Gambler Hall of Fame. We've had success with this. We've had someone. Uh, who are Harry, who are our guys so far in the Hall of Fame? The uh, sauna guy. The guy who bet on the World Sauna Championship, and he bet like uh, the, it was stopped at six minutes. He bet the under, and he won because someone died. And then, then and the, the Undertaker. Undertaker, yeah, the ring entrance, he had... This guy lost. He had under like four and a half minutes, and The Undertaker took like five and a half or six minutes. So those are our two inductees. Um, let me read this. This has nothing with the to do with the Sports Gambling Hall of Fame, but I saw one of your well over 1,000 listeners in New Zealand here. Just in case you were interested, we have the tab here, which does all our legal gambling. They have a decent enough app, which allows you to place live sports bets anywhere in the country, including at the games themselves. Nothing better than spending a day in the sun sitting on the grass drinking beers and betting on every aspect of cricket. Great way to great great way to get a great buzz and lose a great deal of money. Love the pod mate keep it up. Regards TJ. Thanks TJ and he like attaches a beautiful picture of like a grassy area. We we have to get down there. We have to get down to New Zealand. Over here Tab is a a diet soft drink from the 70s. It's almost completely extinct, but guys, we're going to New Zealand. Salas, Darren ever coached cricket? I think that's the one thing he hasn't coached, right? I'll tell you what. I thought netball was their uh, sport over there, but I could be wrong. But Co- netball. But, uh, according no, to cricket. T- TJ says no. Yeah, he says he says yeah. it's cricket. Uh, all right. No, I know cricket's big over there too, but uh, I, I would love – we should be honorary citizens over there. So Absolutely. Like that, right? we're, we're on the way. We're on our way. All right, let me read. Um, so this is going to be three prospective inductees into the Hall of Fame. I'm going to read – an email from uh, each of them, and then we're going to vote. And the only way to get in is if three out of four of us give the okay. So here we go. Hi, Cousin Sal. I thought I'd share my experience betting on the Puppy Bowl for the podcast. I went to look up how the game MVP was determined and saw that it was decided by a fan vote online. So then I went to look through the dogs participating and noticed one, Lucky, was a rescue pup with only three legs. I see Lucky at plus 3,300 and think I've stumbled into a hidden gem. When the Puppy Bowl rolls around, it turns out the vote online for MVP is only between the three highest scoring dogs in the game. With no chance to vote for Lucky, I realize my bet is a loser. But then it happens. Lucky hops onto the field in Team Rough uniform, even though he was advertised as playing for Team Fluff. I then get on my Sportsbook's website, live chat, to argue with customer support that I should get my money back because Lucky wasn't even playing for his advertised team. After a long back and forth, they eventually get back to me, and to my amazement, let me know they've actually refunded my bet. Thanks for reading. Big fan of the podcast, Chad. All right. Brian, what do you think? Puppy bowl betting. Uh, you have to be as severe degenerate to bet on the puppy bowl, but I think one of the other uh, qualifications is you actually have to lose. Okay. You, you can't, yeah, I, I don't think you could win or get your money back uh, in order to uh, uh, All right, so that's a no from you. Darren, what do you say? Paula no. Kid. Oof. I, I love this story. Uh, betting on the puppy ball. Where, where do you even do this? Uh, a true degenerate uh, 
right up there with our pal Harry here. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes on this one. Okay. Uh, I just, I've never heard of this before. Harry, what do you think? I don't even know what to say about this thing. Honestly, I don't know what to say. This is insane. Um, uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, so crazy of a story. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's not that crazy. I sent it to you yesterday. You should have been able to see this. <laughs> um, I'm going to say no, just because okay. it's just, uh, I'm just saying no. All right. I don't even know okay. That's the quickest answer for him. I, I'll tell you, it was worth it to wait around for the insight. It really was. No, I, I honestly, I think, uh, and it is crazy, but I think losing a bet, uh, getting some technician from Costa Rica to refund you, is a pretty big accomplishment, yeah. but I'll, I'm going to say no, too. I'm sorry, Chad, but uh, you're not going to be inductee. Let me read one more. Sorry, uh, Chad. Would love it if you admitted my last name just in case, since I'm a teacher and a head coach. Darren, is this you? Is this from you? All right. I was waiting in the lobby. <laughs> no with my, comment. <laughs> I was waiting in the lobby with my wife at my son's two-year-old checkup back in February. Kaiser was taking forever as usual, so I logged on to my offshore account and went to deposit as I had too many future bets pending. And was dry. I punched in my card information, but for whatever reason, spaced on the fact that I wasn't able to deposit from a Visa debit card and my bank account got frozen. I received multiple calls during my kid's appointment from Chase Fraud, and my wife was wondering what was going on as I frantically kept pressing decline. I said nothing was the matter as I tried to secretly navigate getting my account back up. We found out at the end of the appointment that we had to get him a prescription and were referred to the pharmacy. When we got there, I couldn't use my card because it was locked. Not my best moment. Love the show. That Rashad Jennings interview was awesome. I'm in on the bachelor bet. Well, all right. Well, we're going to omit your last name, Stephen, but we still have to vote. What do you think, Brian? Stephen, get in or not? Uh, uh, I love the story, but the guy could have paid in cash. So uh, right. I, I think that disqualifies him here. For okay. This. You should always have cash on you. All right. Harry? I'm going to actually finally say yes to one. I'm going to say yes because I feel for him because – not going to go into detail, but uh, had issues like that myself. So uh, with uh, situations, and uh, I'm going to say yes because I feel for him. I know the feeling. All right, Darren, what do you think? No self-respecting teacher or coach should be gambling, Sal. <laughs> uh, the answer, I'm going to have to say no on this. Okay. All right. You know, I did a podcast when my wife was in labor. I did it with Simmons. We did a guest the lines. It was a Monday. My uh, My – third son Harrison was being born I we were in the hospital and she was she had 10 hours we were told before it was going to happen so I went outside I went like in the uh the lounge with the with the cedar nurses cedar Sinai nurses were and I did the 40 minute podcast and when I came back everyone was giving me the stink eye the nurses the wife the kid from inside of her was somehow giving me the stink eye. I still wasn't born but I she was about to push something happened where they decided the 10 hours turned into 10 minutes, and I just made it. I do feel for this guy uh, that, that his story is not as drastic, and he won't give his last name. I don't think we can put him in the Hall of Fame. Right. Let me read this last one. Uh, Cousin Sal, this was about 15 years ago. Nobody had mobile phones, and if they did, they certainly didn't have apps or online capabilities on their phones to look at scores or odds. I would get my Major League Baseball lines by calling my bookie from the cafeteria during lunch in high school. He would read me his lines, I think, from the morning paper. One day around 12 Eastern, I call my bookie from the high school cafeteria for the lines. He starts reading me each baseball line game by game, and I'm writing it down. He then says, White Sox minus 200 versus Kansas City plus 170. 
I realized the game, for whatever reason, was a very early start, 11 a.m. start. My friend was listening to the radio, and I saw the score was 7-0 Kansas City in the second inning. So I innocently asked my bookie and say, hey, am I able to get $500 on KC plus 170? I also made a few other small bets to not be so obvious. He says, no problem, you're in. And I'm all happy, and I go about my day. Around 5 p.m., I check the scores. KC lost 8-7. to Nick from Long Island. Well, Nick, you have three Long Island boys on the phone, so you have a good start. Uh, Brian, what are you saying about Nick from Long Island? Uh, yeah, you know, last week uh, I voted no on somebody who had a similar story, but I, I do like the fact that this person was calling their bookie from the cafeteria at a high school. Uh, so obviously this is just a kid. I, I'm taking it, unless it's a, a teacher slash coach. Yeah, you're right. Unless this is Darren, unless this is, uh, Darren saying he's Nick. Is this is you uh, again, Darren? Wow. I, I, Darren again. <laughs> but again, I think uh, this one I like a little bit better than last week. Yeah, he had no. He had the the last week. The guy had the um, he had a, his TV was not fast forwarded enough, right? And he thought he was mm-hmm. getting one over on the on the book, but he really wasn't. It was something like that, right? Yeah, he really wasn't getting anything over on the book, and right. and this in this case he actually was, and the fact that he really thought it was uh, or it really was seven nothing at the. At the moment, and then he uh, lost. All right, so you're great. So I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say yes for this guy. Plus the fact he's from Long Island. Yeah. Why not, Harry? What do you think? I'm going to say yes too because first, you know, it's bad karma to do that. We all know that if you get a chance like that. But uh, it's just being scummy. It's being scummy. Not saying that Sal, me, and you didn't do that in back in the day either. <laughs> Harry, I don't know uh, if we told the story, but we would have to get all the parlay cards in. We would drop them uh, off at our guy's doorstep. And he usually had like some kind of game or something. He was not there from he like high school. He was a high school uh, football coach. He was a high school football, football referee. Coach. Football referee. Right. That's what it was. So Saturday at noon, the games would start at noon on the East Coast, and we would get to like twelve forty-five or twelve fifty. We'd want to, We'd see like the first quarter of the Syracuse game or something, and we would do the same thing. We would make a bunch of parlays, and then we'd have a big parlay with two teams who were winning after the first quarter, and then have like two more teams, and it never seemed to work out. It seems like the the karma just works against you all the time. Harry, you're saying yes, though, because of that. I'm saying yes, because that's just pure scum, and uh, we've done <laughs> it. So I'm saying this guy did it, and it came back to bite him. I'm saying sure, yeah. All right. Darren, what are you saying? So when I when I uh, read this story, I really – I picture you in my mind <laughs> in the, a ca- the high school cafeteria yeah. trying to call, like, sports phones to get, like, a score, right? Yeah. To figure something out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this, this is what it totally reminds me of. Uh, no high school kid should be betting. Right? We should. Uh, we don't want to encourage that. So this this uh, young man, uh, I I think, as Brian said, I, we we think he's a high school student yeah. with a bookie, no less. Right. Uh, pretty impressive stuff. Pretty impressive stuff. Uh, so I think, yeah, I think it's a yes for me. All right, I'm going to go unanimous here. Let's go four uh, four zero. Oh, yes. You're in the uh, the Generic Gambler Hall of Fame. Nick Lialucci, congratulations. I'm sorry about the Royals' 8-7 uh, loss, but maybe uh, it hurts a little less knowing that you're in our Hall of Fame. 4 nothing. He sweeps the ball. We've never had a 4 nothing. I don't think, before. He's in the Hall of Fame. Real quick, guys, let's do best bets. Uh, parlay Kid, what do you like? Okay, here comes my parlay. I love this parlay this week. I have a two uh, two team parlay here. I have the Warriors under game one, under 117 points. That's minus 110. Uh, last year, the Warriors averaged about uh, 98 
0.2 points a game in the finals. Uh, with Durant, they will be a little higher scoring than that, but I could see some rush showing tomorrow. So uh, on Thursday night, excuse me, uh, under 117 for the Warriors in game one. And uh, combine that with a plus uh, 125 on Pred- the Predators to win game two. Uh, the angrier hockey team seems to win these type of games. I think the, the Predators uh, yesterday, I think when they uh, got a little angry, when they went down, I think they showed that they can certainly play with this team. They're going to be more desperate, a little bit more hungry in game two. Uh, so take the Warriors under 117 at minus 110. Uh, the Preds uh, to win game two at plus 125 uh, for a plus 330 parlay. All right, that'll be nice. And Darren is up on the year. How many Your Majesties? Three, uh, what is it? 300 Your Majesties. 300 Your Majesties. And this one's for 100 to win 330. Uh, Brother Bry, what That's do you correct. say? Yeah, I'm going to do something similar to Darren that I'm going to take the under 226 and a half for the first uh, game. Everything right now is telling you to take the over. I think the uh, Warriors in the 12 playoff games are 9 and 3 on the over, and I also think the Cavs are 9 and 4 on the over. Uh, but similar to last year, I think what ends up happening is Cleveland's going to slow down the tempo a little bit, uh, limit Golden State a little bit in transition, and. Uh, even though I'm not saying they'll play any defense, I'm just saying that they'll slow down the pace. Uh, I think if you look back to last year, the highest total in any game was 216. And I know it doesn't have Durant, uh, but the average game total last year I thought was interesting was only 200. So right. really low. So I think the 226.5 is really high. I, I, that's why, uh, and especially, you know, you get the nine days rest for Warriors and the six day rest for the Cavs. I think. Uh, going to be missing some early shots so the under 226 and a half i think is a good play all right it is really high you get back in your winning ways brian harry the horse what do you say all right let's break the streak enough enough yeah enough give the people already. a winner already come on the largest lead of the game in game one will be over 16 and a half points that's my play i'm going to date back to last year game one through game six in the nba championship how much did you weigh last year <laughs> The uh, the favorite one or the team who won won by double digits in the first six games of the championship last year and in the last four games at home where Draymond Green has played against the Cavs the Golden State Warriors have won by 35 15 33 and Cleveland won by four so I'm st- with with three out of those four going big time. I'm going to take Golden State and Cleveland. Whoever has the lead over 16 and a half points. All right, you're saying largest lead over 16 and a half points. My best bet, largest lead under 16 and a half points. And here's my reasoning: two big reasons. Number one, the nine day layoff. I think that's too much for Golden State. I'm not saying they're going to lose. I think it's going to be close early on. I think it's going to be competitive. And it never gets to 16 and a half. Maybe they end up winning by 7 to 10 or something somewhere in that range. But I don't think it goes over 16 and a half. My second reason for taking this is Harry has the over. So I'm taking the under. You know what? Let's make that the first reason. I'm going under 16 and a half as the largest lead of the game. It's going to work out for one of us, Harry, right? I've certainly broken your streaks before. No doubt about it. <laughs> right. Golden State, by the way, won by 15 last year in game one. All right. There you go. That'll do it for Against the Lodge with Cousin Sal. Email us at CousinSalAgainstAllOdds at gmail.com with your bad beat or obscure betting story. If you want to hear yourself on the air, make a voice recording and send it. Maybe we'll induct you into the Degenerate Gamblers Hall of Fame. Tweet me at the Cousin Sal. 
Go to my cousin Sal Sherthing Facebook page, enter my prop bet challenge, and win $100. Tune in to Jimmy Kimmel Live. Check out our NBA specials before or after the game, depending on which coast you're on. Kevin Hart Thursday night, Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland Sunday night. That's that for the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Cousin Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, na, na.